welcome to are you quizzing me i'm vinit nair with my co-host aditya kashyap this is a quizzing trivia podcast show where we ask each other questions and share what we know and learn with you though in a quizzing format it's not competitive the questions are simply a way of sharing our love of trivia so sit back relax and join us as we explore the depths of human knowledge here's the format we ask each other questions alternatingly as many as time permits while giving as many clues as needed to help each other get to the answer let's get quizzing and welcome back it's another day another episode and we are all, both of us are back aditya and myself for a round of quizzing but before we start the proceedings there is a tradition that we have to honor the tradition of you know basically mutilating our brains with the answers that aditya gives to his uh, brilliant and insightful questions at the end of every episode so at the end of last week's episode aditya had asked us what is the drug of choice for all ailments that are used in india so aditya what is the drug Vineet, of choice vinith this is advice that i would give to anybody out there uh and this works universally in fact in india especially it'll work wherever you come from it is a cure all whatever problem you're having in life it doesn't even have to be an ailment such if any issue you're having in life just go to somebody older than you from the previous generation and mm-hmm. tell them about it and they will tell you how your problem is invalid because it was much harder <laughs> for them and <laughs> that is in my opinion a brilliant cure all <laughs> <laughs> so i have recently been trying some stand up actually let me just give you a back story and and i heard this from a friend's mother she said um that uh, people kids these days have such uh, issues and uh, it is it doesn't make any sense you know they're talking about mental health all the time and I, okay fine i get that maybe she was coming from the perspective of it is a lot more right now than it was back then and it's sad that it wasn't earlier but she also mentally mentioned mental health and uh, depression and then she said thyroid and i was like thyroid is a real <laughs> like thyroid is not the mental health is not but thyroid is like a physiological thing how is that the same but uh, apparently sometimes <laughs> the older generations just have these very quirky uh, <laughs> takes on things so if you are suffering from anything go talk to them and <laughs> you will be cured your suffering will be inconsequential by comparison <laughs> <It> will be <laughs> For once I have to agree with one of one of Aditya's answers. I find no fault in that. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad. <laughs> okay. So I think it's my turn to start off uh this uh, episode's proceedings. So let me start yeah, off with a, a piece of trivia that I came to learn very recently and I just had to put it to you. This multiple academy award winner made his directorial debut in 1993 with a short film titled and this is the title mind you i killed my lesbian wife hung her on a meat hook and now i have a three picture deal at disney this is literally the name of the film i will repeat it again i killed my <laughs> lesbian wife hung her on a meat hook and now i have a three picture deal at disney he n- didn't direct anything else for approximately 14 years after this who am i talking about 93 was a debut yes it's a short film 
by the title as i mentioned i killed my lesbian wife hung her on a meat hook and now i have a three picture deal at disney okay so sorry 93 was the short film that he released and the yes, but that was his directorial debut of anything i mean like that was the oh, first okay. time he directed anything and and the next thing he directed was 14 years later 14 years later and is a multiple academy award winner a multiple academy award winner yes 93 and that means the next thing was 2007 as this person won uh, academy awards for not direction so like acting yes. or something else yes ah okay 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 um i don't know why mel gibson comes to mind but uh, very good guess he... but no it's not mel Okay. Despite yeah, all of his faults, uh, he has a place <laughs> in my heart as one of my favorite actors. So, yeah, 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 he has done some good work. Okay. Um, his next directorial venture. Killed my lesbian wife. Have a three-picture deal. No, oh, hung her boy. on a meat hook. Don't forget that I killed my lesbian wife. Hung her on a meat hook, and now I have a three-picture deal at Disney. As much as I love the title, I have to ask: Is the title also a reference to something in this individual's life? I like, uh, no, no, I don't think so because he was much too young to have the, uh, to be that uh, you know <laughs> no, cynically stylistic. Some, some role they played or something. Okay, no. Um, uh, I'm gonna gonna venture a guess with then uh, 2007. Was the 2007 film a well-known film? Yes, very, very well known. And take a feature film, not a short film. Yes, it was a feature film. So I think this is the only short film that this person has directed. So technically, the feature film debut was in two thousand seven by this individual. Feature film directorial, yes, but yeah, let's not split hairs. He directed this first. No, no, I got that. I'm just trying yeah. to because I'm trying to figure out who would have. Do you need a clue? Um, I'm going to say George Clooney. Oh, very good guess, but no. Oh, I know George Clooney has directed something in the two thousands for the first time. Ah, uh, no, that I need a clue. Okay, um, I'll give you his Academy Award wins. Mm-hmm. So he's won for the last time he won. I'll give you that was for Best Picture. So as a director. No, a Best Picture award is usually given to the producer. Oh, okay, 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 right, right. Um, sorry. Before you actually told me the Academy Award, I was gonna the, another guess I was gonna make was Russell Crowe. No, not Russell Crowe. Okay, so then the best picture. So this is this is the last one he won. That's the latest one that he's won. Was for oh. best picture, oh. and as I already told you, it's given to the producer of the film. Is it by any chance? Um, how am I forgetting this guy's name? Matt Damon's friend. Uh, uh, oh God! What's his name? <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> yes, it ben is Affleck. Ben Affleck. It is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Okay. okay. <laughs> nice. 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 Yeah. So well, the last pick, he's won for uh, best adapted to best screenplay with Matt Damon for Goodwill Hunting. All right. And he won best picture for Argo. Argo, okay, right. And yeah. his co-producer on Argo was George Clooney. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cute yeah. little coincidence there. No, his, and the uh, movie of 2007 that he directed was Gone Girl. Gone Girl, Gone, Gone Baby, Gone. Gone, Not Gone yeah. Girl. Gone Baby, Gone. Gone Baby, Gone. Gone Girl was the one he acted in. 
he acted in yeah okay gone right. baby gone uh, let me just uh, let me just check that i'm uh, my memory may be a little fuzzy because of you know the time at which we are recording this <laughs> but <laughs> and the second film is the town i think he has done two films yes yes gone baby gone, gone yeah so it's sorry it's gone not gone girl it's gone baby gone and then the town argo live by night and now the new release air oh yeah there's another one air right right yeah right. yeah and he's reunited with matt damon on that one so i'm looking forward to that fun so yeah so but again i mean like as far as titles go this is the best title of any movie i've ever <laughs> i killed that my is. lesbian wife hung her on a meat hook and now i have a three picture deal at disney <laughs> it's pretty cool it's pretty cool man clearly okay. new something <laughs> okay okay give me so let's discuss um a fictional character mhm who was initially named after a japanese phrase so okay. origin was after a japanese phrase okay and the title was uh, changed a little bit so even though it sounds the character's name sounds like a shape the name mm-hmm. was actually a japanese phrase origin the original name which was changed okay. to the name okay. that the character is now famously known as okay to avoid vandalism which okay. character from the 1980s am i talking about is this short round no when you said shape i was thinking indiana jones short round okay no no no, no. okay that would have given me a chance to bust out my kihi kwan trivia Kihiko. book but uh okay so japanese phrase character a character named after a japanese phrase yeah but whose name was changed to avoid vandalism yeah are we sure so, when okay okay let me let me actually break it down a bit further right so okay. assume that the name was x right okay and x was from a japanese phrase x also refers to a shape but that uh-huh. is not where the origin uh, apparently comes from you would okay. assume it came from the shape but it came from the japanese phrase x okay. was changed to y because uh-huh. in english that name would be easily vandalized so x was very slightly modified to y y is very close to what x was and y is what we know this particular fictional character fictional x. character from a movie from a book comics any clue there Sure, I would give you a hint. It is not from a movie. <laughs> uh, evil, not evil from man. A book okay. Either. Okay. Not from movie or book. At least not originally from a movie or book. As fictional characters okay. go and as adaptations go. Okay. I'm sure, there have been movie and book adaptations, but uh, not originally from one. Okay. Japanese phrase shape. Okay, I'll tell you what the Japanese phrase meant. The Japanese phrase meant gobbling something up. Gobbling something up. No, yeah. Okay, remember it also means a shape. Now, X, when it was going to be released in the North American markets, they were worried kids might vandalize the name to make it sound obscene. So they had to change the name slightly. Okay, let me give you another hint since I haven't given uh, where its origin comes from. <laughs> it is in the world of video games. 
uh, world of video games so then this would be a yeah. nintendo character uh i'm thinking uh or sega it could also be sega wait uh gobble things up wait pacman no but pacman you are correct it is pacman so okay. why let me let me explain why is pacman x huh? or the original name was pacman which you oh. assume is because it is shaped like a puck but okay. it actually came from the japanese phrase paku paku taberu okay uh, however it is pronounced in japanese which refers to gobbling something up oh okay okay so it was originally in japan called pacman but when they were uh, releasing this in north america in arcades yes 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 yeah, i remember the arcades in 90s that's where vandalism would come in yes exactly the kids would change the p to an f and make it obscene <laughs> so they had to change the pacman to pacman and that's where the name pacman comes from nice i remember yeah. the shape uh, i think was uh, inspired by a pizza it is inspired by a pizza you're right yeah yeah and the open mouth yeah okay so i'm going to now uh, give you another story i'm going to tell you a story <laughs> okay x was born in the brooklyn borough of new york on january 17th 1899 his parents were italian immigrants gabriel who was a barber and teresa who was a seamstress he showed promise as a student but always ended up in trouble with the rules at the strict catholic school that he was in his schooling ended at the age of 14 after he was expelled for hitting a female teacher in the face uh he then worked at odd jobs around brooklyn including candy stores and bowling alley and later while working as a doorman at a dance hall he inadvertently insulted a woman and in the resulting fracas he received something which led to him getting his iconic nickname who am i talking about and what was this nickname okay which year was this again when was, it was this born, born on january 17th 1899 1899 uh what do we know this person for though uh, like what is this person famous for uh i would just say that this person's nickname is a very famous in the world of movies uh this person has been the subject of numerous movies uh his name is quite ubiquitous when it comes to his field especially when talking about america i'm being mm. a little vague because if the moment i give you anything about this now you'll be able to catch it up like anything it'll be very quickly okay. caught up um sorry i just want to clarify the the ad- inadvertently insulting somebody outside so basically dance. he was he was working as a doorman at a mm-hmm. dance hall and okay. he inadvertently insulted a woman and okay. and in the resulting fracas in the resulting kind of uh, push pull and things that happened mm-hmm. he received something that led to him getting his iconic nickname oh. and that nickname um is now very famous for other reasons also similar reasons in uh, movies in hollywood and american movies 
Let's so, say one American movie is also having the same nickname as the title. That should kind of give you a big clue. Oh, okay. Uh, thinking a black eye. Hmm. Uh, am I on the right path? Something along those lines? No. Uh, yeah. Something. Something. Something similar. Yes. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm. I'm quite lost right now. No idea at all. Okay, so this uh, pers- okay, I'll I'll uh, give you the clue regarding the nickname. Mm. So what happened was he, while working as a doorman, he insulted a woman, and mm. uh, her brother, a man by the name of Frank Galluccio, okay, uh, retaliated against him with a knife, mm. and some, and the result of that ended up in him getting his iconic nickname. Oh, okay, okay. Scarface, Scarface. Okay, so okay, Scarface okay. is the nickname. Who are we talking about? Ah, what's his name? Ah, oh boy. Mm. No, I'm, I'm. I will not be able to remember this. I, uh... If you're thinking of uh, the movie, no, it's not that. It's not the character Al Pacino played. No, no, it's not the character Al Pacino played. Oh, okay. They just so used this name for that. Oh, I have no idea then. I thought that was a real person. That okay, sure. so let me just put it this way. What if I told you this guy actually said, uh, actually, basically, um, so this character, this person uh-huh. may have once told people to say hello to his little friends on Valentine's Day. Uh, Dirty Harry? No. <laughs> oh, no, say hello to my little friends is from Scarface only, yeah. Uh, yeah. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm, wow, no idea at all. Castle. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm referring the uh, referring to the uh, Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Oh, okay. I thought it had something to do with somebody who's a Playboy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll so, give you the answer. I'll give you the answer. It's yeah. Alphonse Capone. Better known oh, as Al Capone. Capone. Al Capone. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I should have given you the clue about Robert De Niro playing him. Yeah, that might have happened. I did not know Al Capone was called Scarface. Oh, that is yeah, Al Capone, Al Capone was called Scarface. So what happened was Frank Galluccio slashed his uh, face three times on the left side of his face. Okay. And it led to uh, people giving him the nickname Scarface, which he hated. Oh, okay. Yeah, so whenever he was photographed, he always tried to hide the left side of his face, saying that, uh, and he used to tell people that the injuries were due to war wounds. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, Tony Montana. That's his name. That's just Tony Montana. Montana. You're, you're Montana. thinking of Tony Montana, but... I, yeah, I no. thought Tony Montana. Is Tony Montana based on a real person? Actually? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think he's an amalgamation of various different characters, Cuban immigrants that way. But oh. I don't think he's based on one particular person. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Wow, that's really cool. Al Capone was called Scarface. Yes, Al Capone was the origin of Scarface. Okay. Your turn. All right. Um, I believe this should be an easy crack. But oh, whenever you say it. that, it's, I never get it whenever you say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you jinx um, it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the space of fictional characters again. Okay. Uh, a businesswoman, Ruth Handler, created these iconic fictional characters and mm-hmm. named them after her son and daughter. Okay. Which characters am I talking about? 
I know this because there's a movie coming out about this. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are right on on the mark yeah. for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so for the uh, for the sake of the uh, audience, let me just flex a little bit. It is uh, <laughs> Ken and Bobby. Watch the new Barbie right. movie, by the way. I'm yes, very, nice. I'm fascinated by the trailer. I don't trailer, know what it's about. It's just bonkers trailer. I love it. I can't wait. I don't know. It might be really bad. It might be really good, but I will probably watch it. Okay, <laughs> no, but, but anyways, this is for the benefit of the audience as well. Uh, Ruth Handler, she wanted uh, to create a new toy. Her her husband was a co-founder of the Mattel Toy Company, so she proposed an adult-sized doll instead of the baby dolls that kids used to play with back then and uh, she named it uh, after her own daughter barbara barbie and her son kenneth ken which is a bit weird because they are supposed to be yes dating. yeah yeah and <laughs> ken has no male man parts so that's also weird oh that also that also that uh, and uh, that that is literally how barbara and kenneth gave their names to two of the most iconic uh, toys soon to be in a film oh. That yes. Was a quick track. All right. Oh, thank on you. you. No, no. I on would I, because uh, this was recently on my mind. I saw the trailer and I was like, "This is just brilliant." I mean, like, who has made it? I don't know. I have no clue what it's about, but I really want to watch it. Yeah, same. Likewise, very much. No idea what it is about, but I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll move uh, slightly laterally into business. Okay. okay, you were talking about an American businesswoman. Let's go to England, across the pond to England, good old England. X, this product X, was created in 1928 by County Chemicals at the Chemico Works at Bradford Street, Birmingham, England. And it is the flagship product. X is an emulsion of water and mineral oil stabilized with beeswax. It has become so ingrained in popular culture that some RAF members, that's the Royal Air Force members, during the Second World War were nicknamed the X-Boys, X being the product. A romantic comedy with the same title as the nickname, that is the X-Boys, was released in 1998 starring Billy Campbell, Angus McFadden, John Butler and Gabriel Byrne. And was directed and co-written by Terence Ryan. It's also a safe bet that the iconic look of the stars of Mad Men were also due to the use of this product in the 1960s. Identify this product. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to recap a little bit. I mean, this is a very long question with many different moving parts. So, X yeah. is a product manufactured oh. by County Chemicals, and it's their flagship okay. product. Right. It was basically and it is basically an emulsion of water and mineral oil stabilized with beeswax. Okay. It's a huge, it's become, it's penetrated popular culture so much so. And I've given three examples. One is that during the Mm. Second World War, members of the RAF, uh, some members of the RAF were called the X-Boys. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the ex-boys, that title was also used uh, for a movie which released in 1998 starring Billy Campbell, Jean Butler, Gabriel Byrne. And oh. the iconic look of uh, the characters, uh, stars of Mad Men, the famous TV show, 
was also most probably due to the use of this product in the 1960s. So what yeah. product are we talking about? Is it some kind of a hair gel? I knew you'd get that. I was I was kind of debating whether I should just keep in that water and mineral oil emulsion. But yes, uh, so then I'll need you to give me the name of the brand then. Oh uh, boy, is there a brand that is famous? I can't actually think of because I only guess it based on yeah, the uh, beeswax. The, the ingredients and yeah, beeswax and also Mad Men look and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, hmm. Uh, okay, so what hair product do you remember from like way back when you were a kid? Setwet Zetac. Catchy little ad. Setwet Zetac. That is what I remember. I don't think Setwet um, is available anywhere outside India. <laughs> the world is missing out on it. Okay. Um, what kind of uh, wow hair? hair grease hair gel i i actually don't know you're going to kick yourself when you hear this i guarantee you that am i am i I? oh no um any other any other clues or is there nothing Dude, literally that's the only clue i can give you because i remember this product because i remember my dad using it in the late 80s early 90s you know, I was told as a kid that hair uh, wax uh, ruins your hair. So Not I a hair. Okay, you, okay. let me just put it this way. You Right now, if you were to buy it, it wouldn't be in the form of a gel or a wax that you would recognize. It's oh. more of a cream. Oh. Hmm. Boy, no. I am completely out of yeah, options. I right just now. literally I just gave you a big clue. Cream? What? Nivea cream? Oh, man. Uh, what boys? X is the. It's a little alliterative, slightly alliterative when you say the X boys. The the Borolin boys. No. That's not the. <laughs> that's <another> one. <laughs> the. Um, boy, I'm I really I'm gonna hate myself. No, I have, you'll have to tell me the answer for this one. It's Brill Cream. Cream, of course. <laughs> oh man, of course. Cream, brill cream, boys. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So for the audience, uh, the first brill cream product was a hair cream created in 1928 by County Chemicals. The cream is an emulsion of water and mineral oil stabilized with beeswax. It is notable for the high shine that it provides, which spawned the name of the product. Because the name Brill Cream is uh, an amalgamation of Brilliantine and Cream. Ah. Now, Brilliantine was often used to soften men's hair and moustaches and give it a shiny appearance. And it was perfumed and a colored kind of you know product. If you are interested, uh, I think Yardley still produces uh, a green Brilliantine that you could buy. It's again very perfumed. It gives a very shiny, oily appearance. So... Uh, Brill cream came from Brillantine and cream and during the second world war members of the RAF came, became known to be uh, known as the Brill cream boys. It was initially intended as an insult by other branches of the forces because of the RAF's perceived safe and comfortable job back in Britain. <laughs> One that afforded them the luxury of personal grooming. But the term <laughs> rapidly became one of endearment after their success during the Battle of Britain. 
The Brill Cream Boys is also the name of the film from 1998, which is also about the RAF in the World War in World War II. It's a rom-com set in that time, directed and co-written by Terence Ryan. So there you have it, The Brill Cream well, Boys. Brill Cream Boys. I do not know it goes. The history goes back that much. Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated by certain products. You know, things that we uh, saw in during childhood and we just take for granted, and they have histories that go back, you know, decades or sometimes centuries. Yeah. All right. My question. Um, While this might not be a very commonly known term. Uh, I'll still, uh, it's just a really fun little piece of trivia. So in a computer mouse, and especially back when we used to have uh, a lot more physical mouses than these days, we have a lot more touchpad. So Mm. with an old computer mouse, um, there was a unit of measurement to identify a speed of a mouse. Do you know what that unit of measurement is called? Squeak. A squeak is a really nice guess, but no, it's not the right answer. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, speed of a mouse. I I know the mouse was invented by the engineers at Xerox. I know that yes, uh, yes. Steve Wozniak and uh, Steve Jobs uh, basically stole the idea from. The, not stole. I think he they bought the idea Borrowed from. It. The, yeah, bought. No, I think they paid for it. I'm not. I'm not mistaken. They might have paid for it. Yeah. Okay. And they used it in the Apple One. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the extent of my uh, knowledge regarding the origins of the mouse and something from this, that point. This is not well known at all. This is not even something that I can. Okay. Okay. Old ma- old old mice uh, to use the plural used to have mm. those balls. So is it something related to the balls? Isn't revolutions no, per minute or something? It, no. No. It has nothing to do with that. Also. It is just okay. a really cute piece of trivia that I wanted to share with the world. That's all. It has nothing. So <laughs> honestly, at this point, I can't even give a clue. Uh, I could, I guess I could give a clue. You were okay. pretty much uh, thinking in the right direction with squeak. In the sense, you were okay. trying to relate the word mouse to it. So huh, huh. I would say continue in that particular vein. It's related to the word mouse. Related to the word mouse. Uh... White mouse, mm-hmm. rat. What rat is race. the first? What is the first word that you would relate to the word mouse? Okay, no, that's <laughs> that's unfair because you might relate to multiple things. <laughs> but um, let's say because you put gave me an alliteration, I'm gonna give you an alliteration back. It's kind of an alliteration. Okay, an alliteration with mouse. Ma mouse. Ma, ma, Mickey, Mickey mouse. Some. Mickey mouse. Mickey Mouse. A Mickey Wait, how is, is Mickey Mouse a measure of speed? A Mickey, a Mickey is a unit to measure oh, the speed Mickey. of a mouse. A Mickey is a unit to measure the speed of a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, how, what does that translate to in like physical terms? Like, how much is a Mickey? Okay, so the idea was uh, the speed is determined by the num- by the amount of millimeters you move the mouse, and with how many pixels the pointers moves on the screen. So if you move it slightly on, on in the physical uh, space, how uh-huh. many pixels does that translate to? And these varied, the measurements varied, but generally a Mickey was considered to be either one two hundredth of an inch or 0.1 millimeters. So oh. it would be, if you moved it by that much of a distance, how many pixels would you cover would be a Mickey. 
So this would so, be a Mickey. So the Mickey is the then Mickey's distance, right? If you're talking about yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But it would be. Okay. Ah, so then yeah, we'll 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 make up. You know, Mickey's per hour. Mickey's per hour. This many Mickey's per hour. Yeah, when I travel so, from here to my office, I travel at twenty million Mickey's per hour. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, yeah. That that should be a very useful. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, yeah, nice, 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 Mickey. I did not know that. Okay. Um, first ad on October third, two thousand fourteen. Uh-huh. Which program has now become a major source of revenue for All India Radio? While usual ad slots sold for roughly around 500 rupees per 10 seconds, a 10 second ad slot for this program costs 2 lakhs. What program or broadcast are we talking about? Mm, you said uh, All India Radio. All India Radio. Uh, if it had been uh, Doordarshan, I would have guessed, guessed uh, Krishi Darshan. But <laughs> it's all in the radio. Okay. All in the radio. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something else slightly out of left field. Is it the traffic check or something? No, no. I don't think anybody's that interested in the traffic check. I am wondering. So it won't even be something along the lines of weather report and stuff. No. Yeah. Mm. I'll give you a clue. It's more national in nature. Is it the? Uh, is it done daily? Not done daily. No, it's not done daily. Slightly hmm. irregular. It doesn't have a specific schedule, as far as I know. Oh no! But it does happen say, once in a while. I was going to say. I was going to guess like a Independence Day speech or something. Okay, but it's not that. No, it's hmm. not that. But you're very close when you said Independence Day speech. So then it would be something along the lines of uh, a, a prime minister's address, something. Okay, can you be President's a little more specific? Address? I would not imagine they sell ad slots for emergency broadcasts. <laughs> no, Otherwise, it's not emergency broadcasts. No, <laughs> this is That'd a planned broadcast. Oh no, that would be so amazing if you just sold uh, ad slots for emergency broadcasts. Okay? Yeah, I think it. 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 Uh, I think initially when it started out, it was a monthly thing. I don't know if it's okay. still happening monthly, but yeah, it started out as a monthly thing. Okay. Um, I no move. <laughs> okay, let me just put it this way. This was started first in two thousand and fourteen. I already is part of the question, so just put that in your oh, mind. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Twenty fourteen. I I don't know why I was thinking in the nineteen uh, something. Okay, then Man Ki Baat. Yes, it is Man Ki Baat. Uh, Man Ki Baat. For uh, for the uh, edification of our listeners, Man Ki Baat is an Indian radio program hosted by Prime Minister Narendra Modi, in which he addresses the people of the nation on All India Radio, DD National, and DD News. The Prime Minister addresses the nation every month, uh, having officially started from third October two thousand fourteen. It uh, aims to deliver the Prime Minister's voice and ideas to the general public. Since television connections are still not completely available in certain parts of India, uh, radio was chosen as the medium for the program. Man Ki Baat became a major source of revenue for the All India Radio in two thousand and fifteen. 
slightly old news but still valid the usual ad slots on air india radio store sold for 500 rupees for 10 seconds but a 10 second slot for uh, slot for uh, monkey bath cost around 2 lakhs Wow. So I think it's uh, safe to say that we are in the august company when it comes to podcasting because even the Indian prime minister does a form of podcasting. Yeah so at this point I think I would also like to put it out there that we are selling ad slots uh, if you want to uh, advertise <laughs> yes, any please. product. <laughs> please please brill cream please send us some money. We will ask one brill cream question per episode if you send us money. <laughs> right now I'd accept anything even VIP chaddi per <laughs> okay. on that very um <laughs> desperate note <laughs> yes no guys um there is a town in texas okay it's a it's a ghost town now actually mm-hmm. um so ghost town for those who don't know are, are abandoned towns which at mm-hmm. one point used to be and uh, yes no because i think people would have assumed that it was uh, a town populated by ghosts <laughs> the official uh, town uh, mascot is casper no it is a ghost <laughs> town in in texas and okay. it was established as a lot of towns back then were uh, because a railroad was being built so okay. it was it was meant to be one of those points where uh, as the railways expanded uh, westwards in the continental united states uh, one of those towns which are meant to cater to the workers who were laying down their uh, tracks and and uh, and it expanded beyond just that over time um there was a, a post office established in 1912 and it remained in operation till 1954 just giving you a context of when it was operational now okay. the the railroad which was uh, running past this point was the southern mm. pacific railroad Okay. How did the to- town of Tesnus pay homage to Southern Pacific Railroad uh, as almost like a, a form of tribute to the company because of which it existed? So how did they do that? Okay, can you, uh, so I just want to understand this question. So we are talking about a railroad. Uh, uh-huh. We're talking about a railroad town, right? That was railroad established town, yeah. for uh the southern pacific railroad and yeah. this town somehow paid tribute to uh the southern the pacific company yeah okay and this town no longer exists it's a ghost town it's a ghost town yeah, yeah. okay even the company actually doesn't exist so the southern so pacific then, railroad doesn't exist anymore okay yeah, okay no. it it was there till 1996 Uh, so the name so the town's name would then be the thing that gives so i have to i have to basically guess the town's name right the town is tesnus oh you okay tesnus is the name of the town yeah yeah in texas okay tesnus tesnus i've never heard of this place tesnus Okay, so And I'm assuming you also would not know Southern Pacific. Uh, I've heard of it, but I can't. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about it, apart okay. from that maybe it was one of the railroad companies which existed during the Wild Wild West, or yeah, maybe you tell me like uh, Annie Oakley rode it once, or Billy the Kid shot at it, or something like that. Um, I don't know if there are such uh, cultural <laughs> legacies. 
but I'm sure there would be something. Um, no, I, what I actually would give you uh, a hint that would lead you there is is the logo of a, of Southern Pacific is a blue colored logo. Wow, uh-huh. this would be so much better if this was a visual. Uh, visual, quiz. Too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me try to uh, just explain. It's a blue colored logo with the railway line running through the center and the mm-hmm. setting sun in the horizon. Hmm. Yeah, very simple logo, nothing too complicated. Uh, railway line running right and through the center. And they paid homage to this. How did, did the they... town of Tesnus pay homage to this company? Um, do they have like a sign outside uh, no that's silly like I was thinking of like a Las Vegas sign something like that no with the no. logo of the company no no uh, normally you have companies naming the place so so it is uh, a reference to the logo if that helps which is why I described the logo so think of the, what is the reference? The the, the tribute is a the reference homage, to the, the tribute uh, is the reference to the logo. So it's it a blue logo, pays tribute the sun to the logo setting sun and a railroad. You said right? Is there a train on yeah. the logo as well? There is no train on the logo. No, it's just, just okay. Uh, so basically, railway tracks, blue and background, the and the setting sun. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Nope. You'll need me. You'll need to give me a clue. Um, so they wanted to pay homage in a certain way, uh, and they chose against that way because there was already a town doing the same thing. So they had to reverse that idea, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, for those who can't, uh, obviously nobody listening to us can, can see Aditya's face right now. But I have a feeling there's something very or there's an obvious clue he's giving me because there's a slight smirk on his face. It's like an unknowing smirk. <laughs> so I have a feeling it's something obvious that I'm missing. But for the life of me, I can't think of what it is. It is it is tough to it is tough to get to it uh, instinctively. But once you know it, then it becomes very obvious. Yeah. So some other town was going to do the same thing, but uh, they didn't want but because to. Because so there's they... already another town. Doing that, they had to do it in the reverse order, if that makes sense. Southern Pacific Railway. Southern Pacific Railway. So, so pack, so pack, so pack. But but I did describe the logo and I told you it's a logo. It's a logo, it's a logo thing. So, blue town, blue logo, blue logo. Okay, this is the last clue I'm going to give. Okay, pay attention, Vinny. Okay. Tesnas, Texas. Let me repeat that one more time. Okay. Tesnas. <laughs> Tesnas. Oh, God. This is Tesnas sunset spelled backwards or something? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. The town of Tesnas in Texas paid homage to Southern Pacific ah. Railroad. My okay, let, let me just put this out there. Let me just put this out there. Brilliant question, but it's a dumb way of giving homage. I mean, like, seriously? 
of all the places i mean like americans are not shy about stealing names for their places right <laughs> they have places named after roman generals they have places named mm. after their own uh, heroes which again uh, we, we are nobody to uh, you know complain about that we have a million mg roads but uh, <laughs> i mean like the, and they take from american indian languages they take from many, many places in europe uh and the best they could come up with is sunset spelled backwards that is it. because there already existed a town in texas called sunset so they went to tesnas <laughs> <laughs> oh god which i think is it, as, as a question goes that's a good question but seriously i mean the lack it, of no, imagination a, is staggering it's a brilliant question just because if you put the logo up it is right there in front of you and if you spell the word tesnas out it's a bit easier to get to as well right now you were hearing it so perhaps that made it slightly tougher but um yeah tesnas is sunset spelled backwards my god and now there are actual physical formations near this texas where like a tesnas shale it's an uh, bedrock uh, of basically a rocky formation which is also called tesnas shale simply because it's named after tesnas the town <laughs> Now, wow randomly there are geographical formations nearby which are called tesnas wow just wow <laughs> okay so that's all i think that's all the time we have for today's episode before we wind up aditya is there a question that you should be asking um of course i should ask some question uh in this case i would ask um you did mention the raf men were named the brill cream boys and i'm treading on very very uh, shaky ground here because you know <laughs> you shouldn't be insulting the armed forces so i will try to come up with an answer which is not insulting but what is the nickname for the indian uh, air force uh, men and women who serve our nation yeah i can tell you the, the answer right now they're called heroes <laughs> you are playing it safe vinit this will be a pj while at the same time not uh, disrespecting anybody who serves the nation and is willing to give their life for the country this is going to be a very <laughs> yeah he is walking a very thin line here folks so tune in next week to see if aditya is still alive and hasn't been lynched yet so that's <laughs> all for the episode uh, thank you for listening in we hope you enjoyed the show and learned something new if you like what you heard please consider subscribing to our podcast and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform wherever you're listening to us right now it will help us reach a wider audience and allows more people to discover and enjoy the show we'd also like to hear from you feedback suggestions trivia sponsorships who knows you can reach <laughs> us on instagram at r u quizzing me that's a r e y o u q u i z z i n g m e We appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future. Before uh, we leave and we leave for today, I uh, let me just remind you that if uh, that there is going to be a fact check and Aditya will be with the back with the fact check after the musical sting. So that's all from me. Have a great day guys. And here's the fact check for the episode. Tony Montana, the protagonist of Scarface, 
is partly based on Tony Camonte, the protagonist from the 1932 film Scarface. Camonte was an adaptation of Tony Guarino from the 1929 novel Scarface, who in turn was a loose fictionalization of real-life Italian-American gangster Al Capone. The brand Setwet is sold in at least one country outside of India, which is Bangladesh. Douglas Engelbart of the Stanford Research Institute is credited widely as the inventor of the computer mouse. Apple Lisa was the first computer from Apple to have a mouse. Man Ki Baat, Prime Minister Modi's radio broadcast, continues to be done monthly even today. And that's all for the fact check.